But yeah, so. I'll bring the gimbal next time for the live. Yeah, so we can keep it standing standing there. Sweet. Um, you know, some of you may be thinking, where have we been? <laughs> where have we been? Where have we been? Obviously, it's, it's been, it's been, we've been on lockdown, to be honest. Um, due and to the Zoom the, thing was just dead quality. It was too dead, it was too dead. Like, was we, obviously, poly. you lot saw we tried, but yeah, like, it wasn't patterned. But um, thankfully, we are back. Yeah. And we're social distancing. And we're social distancing. Two meters apart, you know, in the face marks, it's somewhere, but. <laughs> but it's because he's muffling my mouth, so I cannot bring it out right now. No, but no, anyway, 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 anyway. Game, but hey. So a lot has happened anyway since we last sat down. Um, yeah, for those of you asking where Jay is, uh, so Jay is on maternity leave and he'll be back. <laughs> no, I'm joking. He wasn't able to make it today, but he'll be in it for the next one anyway, so you guys can turn out for him. So we've got, you don't you know who Paul is already anyway. Big come Paddy, on. big Gavos, you get me? But yeah, so a lot, of, a lot has happened over... Lockdown has been, I can say it's been a roller coaster, to be honest. Literally. Yeah, and literally um, I guess the most significant thing um, as of recent current times is the police brutality. Mm, yeah. So we're going to name this episode anyway. We're going to name it Do Black Lives Really Matter? Wow. Because I feel like this is a question that, that we need to ask, not amongst ourselves, because we know we ma- it matters. We're black, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But to the others now, when I say the others, I'm not here trying to box people in or making anyone feel any type of way. But I'm talking about every non-black person who has some sort of privilege that we don't mm. and they don't go through the things that we go through. So the first thing we'll touch on, I'll say, is before we get into the George Floyd's um, scenario, well, not even a scenario, incident, mm. um, we'll touch on police brutality. Yeah. So, I mean... People in the States think that we don't have a problem similar to theirs. I think the only difference to what we have that they don't have is their police carry guns. Mm. But our police are just as dickheads as yeah, they are. Bro. And and they I can say if I if I say put your hand up if you've been harassed by police more than once even in your lifetime. Oh, we can all raise our hands. You see what I mean? So and it's a situation where it's like everyone has sort of realised, thank fuck excuse my French, enough is enough. Yeah. Right? So, the question I have, yeah, with police brutality is that, okay, cool. These are the people who are supposedly meant to protect us, right? Yeah. Who do you run to when the person that's supposed to protect you is the person you're scared of the most, bro? Bro. You see what I'm trying to say here? Absolutely. Because we're supposed to put our trust, like, not just us, our families, our children, so when we have kids and... Or I have I have a child, so in future when she grows up, do you know what I mean? Obviously, girls don't go through it as bad as the guys do, mm. but they all have their own issues that they have to deal with also. But it's like, if I have a problem, do I, I really want to call the police? Yeah. You, you got what I mean? Come here and flip it on you, bro. Flip it on you some way, yeah. somehow. Like, I, I, can't, I can't say it. I'll get into an argument with a white neighbour of mine and... We both tell our side of the story and the police takes my side more than theirs. Yeah. It's impossible. Unless, be, unless, yeah, I'm not confident in that. Unless there was a third party who witnessed it and yeah. was able to back me. Or, I or think now my, someone filmed it. Or, or someone, or someone filmed, it. filmed it. I don't yeah. think my word against theirs mm-hmm. would hold up anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we ask the question, why? I think most of us can agree it's race. Mm-hmm. Um because what other reason is there? Like yeah. we're human, you know what I mean? So what 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 is the the defining factor between us and 
other people. It's our skin, skin color. It's our yeah. skin tone. So, well, why is that so much of an issue? I think, like, we've built up a stigma where... The media's built up a stigma where they predominantly show black people doing negative things. Yeah. It happens everywhere in the media, bro. Yeah. Movies, news. Yeah. Fucking, literally anywhere. Like, you look, if you see black, if you see a black person, they're either... Gangsters. Entertaining shit. Or they're, they're gangsters. Yeah. One or the other. They're no, either entertaining right. some, 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 someone mm -hmm. or doing some gang shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's mad, like, the media's actually just built that. And it's I don't know what their agenda is. I don't know what their agenda was, but they've succeeded, bro. So it's almost like they've, they've yeah. demonised our skin colour. Bro, 100%. and sometimes you can even feel guilty as a black person for no reason. Yeah, of course. You Absolutely actually, no reason. Bro, it's so mad, yeah, when I used to work. If something goes missing in the office, I automatically feel weird, like, I feel like, oh... You automatically feel like a suspect in yeah, some ways. Suspect, it's like, bro. You even know that like you yeah, in your yeah, heart yeah. of hearts, you know it's yeah. not you. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Some part of us starts <laughs> feeling like a victim in the situation. Do you know... Do you know... Do you know what you said? You, you just yeah. said, yeah. Do you know how fucked that is? It's crazy. Do you know it's how fucked that is? Yeah, it's messed up. It's self-sabotage as well. I think, to be honest with you, as a people as well, we've kind of played into like the negative stigma as well that we've been given yeah. as well. Like, yeah. and, and some of us, I think, have come, kind of come to a... I think it's like Stockholm Syndrome almost. It's yeah. like we've almost come to a place where we've now just said, okay, this is what people are saying about us. You know what? I might as well be we that. Might, yeah, we might yeah. as well just be that. You're going to think that anyway. You're going to think that anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, you raised a good point as well. Like the media and media in a sense, not even just in the modern sense of media. Like I think all the way back from times where before our times, like mm. yeah. from when they were doing, let's say, like, um, minstrel shows and that, and they were using blackface, like, I mean, that became so popular to the extent that it came into mainstream media, i.e. film, mm -hmm. TV, theatre, all of that, that got incorporated. So some of the most popular actors now, back in their heydays, they were the kind of actors using blackface and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, because even look at what happened when um, Little Britain, they got called out recently. Exactly. Because remember, there was a black woman there, yeah. yeah and, it, because little, and you know what? Do you know what's so funny, yeah? And I think this also beckons another question, yeah? Because we all used to watch that and laugh, you know? But now, now that it's, yeah. yeah, now that that's come up, we're also severely offended by it. Mm. And I feel like it also plays into what I just said about somehow, as a people, we've now accepted the stigma as well. Mm. Because the reason why we were accepting of that, because let's, let's be frank, yeah? Little Britain has had, I don't know even how to put this, subtle racism going on in their broadcast yeah, yeah. since the very beginning. The very start. Whether it's against black people, it's against Asians, or even their own, they've painted stereotypes that they're running with in that yeah. show. And yeah. this is what they're showing to the masses. I agree. And they've normalised it to an extent. So I feel like as a people, because we've somehow accepted it as well, we, we allowed that to run. Because really and truly, we should have called them out a long, long time ago. Yeah, 100%. We had a long, long time ago. But again, people have become comfortable in this state of oppression that mm. we've been okay with what's going on around. Mm. Do you understand? Like, I feel like now, just because of the way social media is and the way that the world works, everything is now being brought to the limelight. Yeah. Whatever, in whatever it may be, whether it's positive, negative, it's going to be right in your faces and it's very, very much accessible. Mm. Because of that now, look at where we are. That's why we have all of this uproar going on. Wow. Mm. But back, back to um, police brutality anyway, yeah. Obviously, like I was saying, like, the difference, the only difference between the, between the US and the UK obviously the weapons carried, but the abuse is still the same. The yeah. unfair treatment is still the same. The profiling definitely still the, still bro, the same. Bro, here's even mental abuse, bro. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's mental abuse. So, mm. I mean, it's only right that we now touch on the George Floyd situation. And I think, I think the, 
question I want to ask first, yeah, when you all initially saw that video, like, what was your what was your immediate reaction to that? Like, what what was going through your mind when mine you? Mine was anger. If I'm being perfectly honest, mine no, was anger. I felt sick, and sadness as well, like because. Mm. For me, it was one of those things we always knew that this was happening. Mm. But seeing it, I think that video, the, the way that it was so graphic, I think that's why it's had the impact that it had. Mm. Because let's let's be frank, we've had the Eric Garners and all of that. That's happened, but yeah. the way that this one was so graphic, you and you actually the saw on the head, bro. The, you know, the, the wickedest thing you is that the way that I did it, you saw a man go from life to death mm. before your right, eyes. Right there, you saw everything. Literally, do you understand? And. Every, from the moment that everybody did that, that's exactly what's going on. It shook the world. Yeah. It shook the world. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. I think I think for me, it was like, here we go again. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because that's something that has been happening in the States for a very long time. Mm. But just like you were saying, like just seeing like the whole graphicness of, of the whole situation, like just seeing it all play out in front of you, like this guy was literally go, gone from being restrained, put on the floor, knee on neck. Like telling them you can't breathe, I, it's like that word "breathe" doesn't it doesn't months. ring it doesn't ring in those police's ears, you know. It's like that is one thing. If anybody screams something to do with breathing or or their heart or their chest or whatever, you, you need to, it's alert straight bro, away. Straight away. But well, why light. is it when they hear that, it's like they switch off. They don't even care. You know, it's their training, bro. Like that came out. It was. It's basically their training. Like they're trained to basically defend themselves first. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And then... By any means. By any means kind of thing, mm. innit? Like, attack first and shoot later. But Sorry, he, shoot but first then, and then, shoot later. But, but then that beckons the question as well, like, what are you protecting yourself from? Because he was unarmed. See? Powerful black man. So, and, and the only reason, I believe, where he got restraint was because he was sort of accused of using, like, a fake a fake note or something like that? Yeah. Fake check or something. Yeah, fake yeah, check or something like along that. those lines. So, imagine something just as trivial as that. Back, bro. That's nuts. To, to the point of you losing your life. That's nuts. Bro. Where it could have just been a quick arrest, go into the thing, mm. do up papers and That's it. whatever oh. fine or charges you're going to yeah. get, then cut. But you lost a whole life over that because some stupid officer mm. just complete disregard for you, for you mm. being That's, human, literally, yeah. in general. You know what, though? It's so mad because I feel like, like obviously, I, I don't, I don't want to sound crazy saying this, but I feel like something like that needed to happen for this issue to really come to the forefront of, of everyone's minds and the forefront of the news. Yeah. Do you get it? Because this issue has been underlying for so long. It's literally just been slowly rolling for so long. For how many generations? It's probably our generation, our parents' parents' generation. 100 million percent. And I, I hate to use the word, but like it's almost like it's a sacrifice. A martyr or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I hate I hate having to use that term, but it's almost like that's what, that's what it took mm. for the whole world to be like, oh shit, you know what? We really yeah. do have a problem here. Mm, mm. Do you know I mean, 100%, 100%. so but I can appreciate that now there's a lot of accountability, like across the board. Literally, even FIFA and, like, uh, and just on record, fuck Donald Trump ten times over because he is as much of the problem as the I racism. Think, is. I think Donald Him, Trump sheds he, he fuels. He shines it. a lot of light on the oh, fact that America goodness. is the source of the problem. Like, he fuels it because so, for your leader to be able to talk so brazen like that, so brazen, so but blase, he's not even like, president. Like, like he's he's just. He's a businessman. He's just he a, literally he's is a random guy. That like, that somehow that POTUS that POTUS title yeah. just happened to be there just, by by circumstance. He bought it. He paid for it. Because if you're telling me that he is running, governing a country, no way. It's impossible. It's, it's nuts. It's impossible because it's nuts, bro. no no human being 
can say some of the stuff that he says, and he's so openly but racist. Bro, you know what he is, calls bro. he calls black people thugs like <laughs> so nuts. It's not funny, but it's just mad. Like it's just mad. But the thing is, he represents a lot of people. He does. He represents the he majority. Bro. Do you know what thing? And he's him, just... coming, him coming into power, it, I think for me, it personally highlights how racist of a country America is. A hundred percent. His whole day, campaign was literally just like Brexit, you know? Yeah. Make America great again. Yeah. How? Get rid of everybody else you yeah. wasn't here originally. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Brexit was about, bro. Yeah, bro. Because their campaign, see, that's one thing I always remember when we spoke about Brexit before. Mm. Their campaign was never to, oh, improve the economy, um, to limit how many people come in the borders, this and that. Nah, nah, it was complete racism, bro. It's like, there's foreigners in here and we don't want them here. Yeah. And that's what they used to campaign. And that's how they got all the racist people to vote. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing Trump did. Yeah. Make America great again. Yeah. That, that was his whole, the that's campaign it. was make America great again. But the strategy, but the strategy was get these niggers. That's what he was basically saying. And he didn't even vote yeah. in, the, in the past. And the, oh, he hates Mexicans for some reason, but yeah. hates them so much. <laughs> Honestly, he hates them. but I mean, America. That that's one yeah, country that we all know is 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 tapped anyway. But this whole situation obviously has now, because I won't say it's 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 obviously Black Lives Matter. It's it's not new. Yeah. But the situation has sort of. Push the movement in like a. I think it's giving it a new birth. It's give, yeah, hundred percent. It's given the whole movement. Because right. let me let me let me let me first find in the works. How long do you think this specific piece of attention is gonna last for? I mean, I think it it lasts as long as we allow it, because that's why people are constantly saying like the protests aren't done. Mm. So I mean, this is this is not a phase. Mm. Like this is like actual movement. This is like this is this has to be way of life until okay. change happens. What does change look like? Change is. Change is equality, fair treatment. Changes, changes, changes. Me and you walking yeah. in a park in America, mm. and a white lady mm. not feeling like we're up to no good. Like, you yeah. have to remember, yeah, that mentality has been trained in people Systematic. for generations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's, it's not going to change for hundred years. And, 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 and to be fair, I was having this conversation outside of obviously like our little group as well. Like mm. I feel exactly the same way. Like, but to put into context, like people were asking me like why. Was I going to protest in the middle of the pandemic, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Like, and for me, like I was saying just now, like I feel like this is a new birth of the BLM movement, and I think the fact that it's engaged so many people in our generation yeah. that have never really been this vocal about the racial injustice before, I feel yeah. like that says enough. Yeah. So for me, that means that for me anyway, it just screams that this may just be the generation that's gonna invoke the change that we actually need. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to happen over the space of a year, two years. That's it will, what, that's, that's it will definitely, yeah. most certainly be a very slow and gradual change, mm. but a change nonetheless. Mm. And I feel like we need to make that change because, for to be perfectly honest, our parents wasn't, weren't in the position to do that. No. It, was, it was their parents, more or less, yeah. that were in the position yeah. to try and make those changes. Yeah. They did what they could to get us to the stage we're at now, but the fight continues. Mm. It doesn't it stop. Better. And it doesn't I, stop. It where, where better. And don't you guys now. feel, yeah, because yeah, I, I don't know why, but like... With everything that's going on, yeah, deep down in my heart, I feel like significant change or significant like like laws or or rules and regulations or something is gonna happen that's monumental to this era that we're that we're in. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Because think about all these companies that are now starting to take accountability for the for the wrong that they're doing. Not even look, football just came on the other day, bro. Everything yeah, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like they've removed players' names completely. Yeah. And yeah. you know what's so funny? Yeah. The hooligans 
who were protesting. Yeah. There's football hooligans that were protesting, yeah. defending Churchill's statue. Yeah. I know they saw those Black Lives Matter and yeah. they were fuming. Human. And well, you know what the maddest thing is as well that I saw? And this just this just pointed to me how racist the UK is, bro. Mm. So um, Gary Lineker obviously made a, a little joke. Obviously, he recycled someone's joke anyway. Yeah. Um, he basically said like, oh, I put a tenor down on Black Lives Matter scoring the first goal. Which obviously all the players have Black Lives Matter oh. on their thing anyway. So obviously he ran that little joke. Obviously I didn't take no offense to that yeah. because it was, I think it's just something said in jest. Like it wasn't, he didn't mean yeah, it in a spiteful yeah, yeah. anyway. And if you know of him, you watch him, you know he's not a racist person. He's yeah. far from it. And he's been backing it from, exactly. from Quay. You know what I mean? So something said to me, I didn't even know I did it. I knew what I was going to see. Read the comments. Bro, they're, they're cussing him. Hmm. Imagine Sickening, that. bro. They're saying scum like you are the reason why this this country is going downhill. The sport is failing. Mm. Da, 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 da. What about the white lies? White lives matter as well. I'm just like, I'm, all I okay. did was make a little joke. So you know? so so you, you know you know with this whole all lives matter and white lives matter as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a lack of understanding. It is about why we're doing black lives I matter. Think it's it is. A, personally, I think it's a lack of understanding, and I feel like it's almost like a cry for attention as well. Wait, because in, in, in one light, I just feel like we have a movement going on because we are the ones right now facing the injustice. That's like, the thing. Exactly. I mean, the cliche point, we've all heard it. It's not that all yeah. lives don't matter. It's they just do. that black lives matter right, right now. now. Yeah. No, no, no. no. And not even right now. Black lives matter as well. Yeah. Because the issue is black lives don't matter to a lot of people. Yeah. And we're just creating the awareness and um, we're bringing attention to the fact that black lives should matter as well. You're right, because it's not and just right now. don't see it that way. It's not just right now, it's here and after. And it's and true, after. because yeah, we're bringing so well. much, yeah, we're because bringing so much light to right that, now. That is probably even one of our shortcomings as well as a people, because like one thing that I've been saying as well is that we need to keep the momentum going, because when it first started, I was even saying like, Two weeks from now or two Tuesdays from now, what's the energy going to be like? Yeah. That was one of my biggest questions. That was my question. That I was like, look, this, this is great right now. In the week that this all happened, it was great. The energy was phenomenal. Yeah. But I said to myself, what's the energy going to be like in two weeks? Because I know human but some, nature. Some states in the US are still protesting. They're still going. And that's cool. good. But I'm thinking about that. us right here, though. Because I know that us as a here, we get we got complacent and we oh, get we're very complacent. in certain yeah, yeah, situations. Yeah. All right. Someone will die. Like I mean, for example, like, bro, a black man will die. We'll protest, we'll make, we'll do all of the uproar. We'll forget about we'll it. We'll for another six months because yeah. another black person hasn't died in the next six yeah. months. Mm. But that shouldn't mean we should stop the fight. Okay. So my thing is, how do we make this movement sustainable? Because I'll be honest with you, the energy for protests isn't, um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to commit to a protest, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. what can we do to make this movement sustainable? I think it's just, it's just little things that, that we all can do individually, like for... Like for self, like myself, obviously, we're content creators. Like even me, when I was editing today, I created like a little artwork of Black Lives Matter and I put yeah. that right at the beginning of my video. Yeah. So you know I mean, and it's just that, okay, cool. Maybe I'm not protesting, I'm not out there, but I'm still spreading the news. Yes. You know what I mean, I'm still yeah. bringing attention to it because I know not um, every, not all of my consumers are blacks. I have white people who watch my content as well. Mm. So I mean, so I thought, you know what? Let me do my part in that way, so they know that, you know what, I stand in solidarity with this, you know? Mm. Just because I don't talk about it and I'm talking about cooking, don't think that it's going over my head and I'm not focused on it. Like, my content is my content, but you know what, black lives will matter and still matter mm. forever, like, mm. so that should not, you, so, it's, so it's just things like that. So, seeing petitions, sharing them, like, you don't have to protest to show support. So don't let, and that's one thing I want to make clear as well, don't let anybody bash you yeah. for, 
for not going to protest make you feel bad. And don't at the same on the flip side as well, don't let anyone make you feel bad for going to protest. Even yeah. though, like, given the circumstances of what's going on, yeah. it's probably not the most sensible thing to do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you want to stand for something, right? Yeah. And you felt that was the best way for you to do it. So my, by all means, do that. That's what I'm saying. I, I, didn't, I don't judge people yeah. that, that made that decision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's their way of supporting the yeah. cause. So do what you have to do. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I that's mean, what even it taking that away to. from just myself, like, mm. I personally, I did it because of like my familial situation. Like mm. I've got a son at home as well, and for me, one of the biggest, biggest reasons why I went out there, one for myself because I wanted to actually like I was I was on the social media, I was posting, so I was doing the virtual protest if you want to call it that. Yeah. So, but I really felt like raw, like I'm really, really, really catching a lot of passion from this right now, and I really want to make sure that I can say when this is all said and done that I did my bit. Mm. So I wanted to do just that a little bit more, and in addition, like I said, obviously I got a little one at home. And I wanted to also make sure that at least when he's of a particular age, mm. this because because like make no bones about it, this is part of history. Of yeah. Whether it, it goes wrong. forward from this point or not, yeah. everything this that's happens. going on right now is part of history. And I yeah. want to at least I want him to know that at least his dad stood for something when all is said and done. When he when we look back at this and you know they're learning this in school, he's gonna come back to me after school one day like Dad, why like today they taught us about the 2020 BLM movement and you know the killing of George Floyd. Mm. Well, I got you was around that time. You was in your in, in your in your teens and and whatnot. Mm. You know. What happened? Like, talk to me about it. And at least I can say that, yeah, cool. Mm. We was at the forefront. We was there. We was mm. there with the people, was marching in the streets, mm. you know, we was making our voices heard. But to answer your question, I think it's a combination of two things. I think it's a combination of activism, i.e. protesting, signing petitions, mm. donating, mm. all of the actual physical stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think as a people, we need to get literate and clue ourselves up with policy and yeah, politics yeah. as a whole. Okay, yeah. Because for so, me, exactly. activism, I think, is the short-term solution to our problem. Yeah. Making noise, look at what it's got us in, in, in the few days that yeah. everybody has been pushing, pushing, yeah. pushing, pushing. But it doesn't stop there because there's only so much activism our government can take. After a while, yeah. you're going to have to clamp down on it yeah, because it becomes same. disruptive mm. to, to, so, to our world. I feel like the policy side of it is what comes after that. Yeah. Once you, After a certain level of activism, you need to be clued up in a way that you can now start talking to your MPs, mm. writing those open letters to parliament, mm. those sorts of things, invoking actual change that's going to actually change things. Because at Long the end term. of the day, it's not just activism that's going to change our situation. Yeah. We need the people that have the power to make these decisions. We need to clue them up as well because ignorance plays a big part. If we can clue them up and change their mindsets and their mentality of this thing, because for example, look at one of the MPs, he, he was making a mockery about taking the nil um, yeah. um, in the football yeah. field. Like, I mean, it's on the news, you can go check it out. But yeah, yeah. 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 He was making a mockery of it. Mm. And for me, in as much as that angered me, it just let me know that he's ignorant to the to yeah. what the, the what, what it symbolizes. You know what? Yeah, that's that, that's actually a perfect setup for the next point I wanted to get onto as well. In regards to, you know, getting yourself heard and what's the best way mm. and and what's right and what's wrong and whatnot. Okay, cool. So we know there's been protesting, peaceful protesting. On the flip side, there's also been like rioting and looting. Okay. So for me personally, it came across to me that the peaceful protesting was falling on deaf ears until people started looting and rioting. Mm. So it's almost like we had to go the step further okay, just to be heard. Yeah. Because just marching together and, and trying to speak and communicate wasn't enough. We had to go to the nth power to yeah. even now be seen like, it's like, oh yeah, them lot are just protesting. Was that like, ah, oh, you lot still don't hear us, yeah? Mm. Okay, cool. Then we start looting now. Now all of a sudden, oh yeah, there's a problem. Da da da. Because you know what? 
they know now the city is in chaos, bro. Mm -hmm. So if we don't listen to these people and head them out, gonna it's going to get worse. Yeah. And that's what was happening. As at the end of the day, they protested for a couple of days. Nothing was happening. No change was being made. No one cared. The government didn't care. My man was just sending out armed forces um, to go and pattern up the people. Mm -hmm. That's not the answer to the solution. I mean, that's not the, 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 the solution to, to the situation. Do you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, these people want to be heard and they want, like, long-term action put in place. Mm. It's not just about a sorry and a payout and we keep it pushing. Even though I feel like us as black people, sometimes we're so accepting of something like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, a little, like, okay, cool, like, let me just hold you down for a bit. I mean, I'm not even and that's bad. Off, but I think it's because as black people, we really, really pride ourselves in what do you call it? In, in instant gratification. Yeah, we don't, we don't. I don't think we, as a people, we don't well agree to the fact, we, the, or the ideology, should I say, of deferred gratification, yeah. Yeah. having to obviously have patience before you get your reward. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody comes and presents us a big reward and say, yeah, you know what? For everything you've been through, take that. Take that. On yeah, yeah. Happy. A lot of us will say, yes, that's fine. We'll take it. Oh, that's the thing. Do you understand? But then those same people will be crying out yeah. a couple of weeks later that, yeah. you know, injustice, injustice. Injustice, yeah. We need so to it's know like, what we really want. So what's more effective? Like, for me personally, I feel like we need to match our oppressors on their level. And that's mm. the financial level. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, finance and law. Finance and law. So on the financial level, we need to make sure that we're building our own industries mm -hmm. and we're creating wealth within our own society. Our own communities, yeah. Within our own communities. Just like the Jewish. To be able to start to match them. Yeah. yeah. Do you understand? Once we match them on that level, then it's like, even if they are trying to oppress us, yeah. we can just say, okay, whatever. We just crack on with our own shit anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And the second thing is on the legal side. Right now, if a black man is in trouble, in the in the legal realm, mm. we have to more likely look at a white man to come and oh, defend us. Yeah, that's all, yeah. Get it? Yeah, that's fine. Um, whereas if we had like um, our own like black legal team or legal system, representatives, yeah. representatives, then we we have more of a fighting chance. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So um, we, we don't even have enough representation of black people in. Um, you know, you know, like at the in judge the legal level, system, yeah, most the judge level, most systems. Most of them are middle Asian, so, middle aged white people. Exactly. So in most we need industries to get in general, representation mm -hmm. across these levels before we can actually start to see change. I think and the only industry where I would say black mm. culture dominates a lot is basically music and sport, entertainment, entertainment, bro. And but even and that, but about. even that, the people at the very, very top are still white. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you're also funny, like um, even in that that um, Gary Lineker tweet I was talking about. Somebody said some things like, oh, you know what? All this Black Lives Matter stuff and T-shirts and badges and whatever, that's all fine and dandy. You know what? But you know what will actually impress me? If we see more black managers on the pitches. And I was like, you know what? And that was coming from a white man. That's and, 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 and I said, you know what? Absolutely fucking right, mate. Absolutely but in the fucking same right. Breath, in, in as much as he's saying that, though, like, I feel like, I mean, personally, like, even just from like, people that I know in that footballing realm, like the stories that I've heard, it's not that easy even for the black managers to get to those levels. Levels, yeah. A lot of them are still stuck at like grassroots level or Sunday league or, you know, just like the lower leagues conference, all of that sort of stuff. And for them to break into the mainstream yeah. is so, so difficult. So even that, like they're still being oppressed. So I don't know. I mean, it would be great, but I feel like even in him saying that comment, I feel like he needed to have a bit more consideration for the realism of it. Yeah. Do you see what but I mean? He, I, think, I think what he was trying to get at is that let's give black managers more of an opportunity to even get there. Is you know what I'm trying to say? So that's how I sort oh, yeah, of took absolutely. it. So it was just basically saying like, okay, cool. Like, like if you don't want to do something, allow black managers to get up to that level and, and do what they need to do. That's how I took it. I didn't feel like he was saying it in, 
Can I say something? Yeah, go on. I feel like there's a whole chicken and egg situation going on here, right? Mm. So with a lot of black youths here, they only see, they only aspire to be what they see. Yeah. Right? So if they're not seeing enough black managers, they're not going to want to be black players. They're going to be black players. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, what comes first? Do we do we put black managers there and hope that they like the younger people want to become like them or yeah. do you know what I'm, like, how does I think, it work? No, I get you. I think in the simplest of um, in this my my breakdown is probably just very simple. I just think there just needs to be a level playing field for everybody. Everyone, yeah. Because if an aspiring black manager knows that the opportunity is there for him without being blackboard, it's just a straight narrow road, work hard, graft, and you will get just to the completely level. based on your credentials, then, and nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Then else. I guess then yeah then we, yeah. we can have the breakthrough like like okay. that that you're that you're talking about yeah but because it's not as black and white as that mm. it is very hard okay then let me ask you something are there any black owned teams not to my knowledge boy so how do you not in the mainstream level but I know there are definitely yeah, like grassroots hundred percent grassroots, grassroots as in Sunday league Sunday league yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay yeah. Coach, that's coaches right. everything yeah. yeah but if we're not building wealth and um, able to reach these levels. Um, of owning like Premier League teams, how do we expect to now build black privilege? You mm. know what I'm saying? Because the answer to all these problems is actually black privilege. Yeah. If we can build our own um, society, we need to, to have bargaining power. We can yeah. now help ourselves. Yeah. Then we can save ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what it is. I agree. I feel like we we need to we need to get to an influential level. Definitely, lad. So I think yeah, definitely okay. your points are very valid. That's like saying that we need to match them on the financial level yeah. and on the legal, legal level, level as well, hundred and ten percent. Because that's to be it. fair, there is a saying that that is actually out there. If you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a in book. book. Yeah. <laughs> because we're not gonna read it, bro. Nine out of ten, we won't read bro? it. Why is that? Mm. So, bro, it's such I think a it's complacency, issue, bro. Complacency. No, is it, bro? I, I agree, it's complacency. But where does that complacency come from? Like, we have to keep drilling down to where does this come from? Where you know what I think it from? comes from? Mm. If I'm being perfect in the issue, I think because, well, putting this in context, because as a people, we've been oppressed for so long, yeah, I feel like the fact that now we've got freedom, mm. I feel like we're so now comfortable in that freedom that it's just like, yeah. life, it is what it is. Do you know what it is? It is it's, what it is. It's, uh, forgive me if I don't say it correctly. Say it, bro. Colonialism. Mm. Yeah. From the very beginning. What? Yeah. When the white, our white oppressors pushed into our land, they took away all our all our history, all our knowledge. Mm. Have you seen that video of that girl who does like the TikToks, and she's just talking about like black history, and like she was talking yeah. about. I'm like, obviously her her methodology is, is quite bizarre, but it's mm. I can't remember what it is, but I'll try and find it so you can maybe slap something in the in the video. Like she does some dumb dances or whatever, and she's talking about like oh. historical facts. Okay. And so much of what she says, I'm just like, rah, mm. a black person did that. The oh, richest that was, man ever was a black man. A black man, yeah. Mansa Musa, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They will never tell you that. And, and, and it, the fact is, yeah, that, our history has not only been doctored, but some of it has been completely wiped. Do mm. you get know what I'm trying to say? So, and that only happened when they pushed into our spaces, into our land. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, that's something that's now also been inbuilt into us because our teachings is what they've taught us. Everything we've learned is what is what we've been taught. Like, I don't like to get into the whole ins and outs of it, but people are even saying that religion, they brought that to us. They brought all of that stuff. You know what I'm trying to say? But me, I don't get into all that ticky ticky yeah, part of it. But I can understand. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. They came there with all their books, all their findings, and said, this is the way you do it. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? And there was a there was a passage that I, I read. Someone took, like, a, I think it was a letter from one king or one something from the, from the UK or whatever. He went to Africa. He said he's like, he's travelled Africa 
and there's not one poor place in Africa. There's no beggars. There's no nothing. They're rich. They're 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 very um, uh, resourceful and blah blah blah. But one thing that I noticed that they have that we need to take away from them is their pride and their culture. Mm. So is that the only way we can make them feel like our way is better is if we remove their culture? I can't. Oh, I need to find that tweet. And I was like, bro, it's signed letter, bro, from like 1863 or something like that. I can't remember who wrote it. And I was like, rah, so they went there, they deeped everything and was like, that you know intention. what? These people are proud. Like, Why didn't we do that to them? We're not selfish. <laughs> That's just what it boiled down to. And you, eat or get eaten, bro. Bro, you know, yeah, bro <laughs> I, I, you know what's That's, so, it's so funny? People always say, eaten, people always like, say like, it's a dog-eat-dog dog world. Like, it fully is. It fully is. It's like roll over us or get rolled over. Like it's, it. And that literally is. And, and you know what? In life, everything we do is like that, you know? Relationships, employment, mm. financial. It's like, if you, if you don't get on the level, mm. someone will come and take you out the picture. That's Quickly. it. And that's, and that's just how it is. So it's like, as just as human beings, that's just, just as where we, where we are. That's just how it is. Mm. But I mean, the last point I, I wanted to touch on anyway, we've touched on a little bit. Um, I guess is uh, white privileged, and I don't say it in quotations to say that it doesn't exist, but I just hate the term so much because it's actually a real thing. Mm. So I think this is not so much to talk about what white privilege is because we all know where it is. It's literally like what Logan Paul said: it's him going out and doing some wild, fucked up shit, knowing for a fact he's not going, he's to, not going to get arrested. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But knowing that any other black YouTuber or, or whatever shit, yeah. can try that shit and we'll, we'll literally get done for. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's not to identify what white privilege is. I think at this point we all know what that is. But it's for those white folks who actually care and actually want to make a difference. What can they actually do with their white privilege? Like, what, where can they step in? Do you know what I mean? And, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're and saying. I think also um, a conversation that has happened quite a few times is also addressing your household. Yeah. So before you start protesting and supporting Black Lives Matter, what's going on in your household? What's going on in your in your family tree? What's going on in your neighbourhood? Mm. What are those people like? Those are the people you need to be checking first. Mm. Those are the people you need to be questioning. Like, it's like, they were saying it's not enough, it's not enough to be... Um, not racist. Not racist. You, you have to be anti-racist. Anti and I agree with that. I agree with that completely. It's not just about not being racist anymore. You have to shut it down on every level yeah. from the bottom up. Mm. And you know what's funny? Because we were talking about this the other day yeah, and I was like, this Asian girl tweeted, yeah. She was like, like she was like talking amongst her Asian community. She's like, let's be honest with ourselves. How many of us from young were told that black people were bad? They were gangsters. We should stay away from them. Like these are Asians, you know, just not even like white people. Like, so it's like the whole world has just blackballed us into these. They've demonized us from day one. Like there's some Asian communities right now who will not even bat an eyelid if one of their daughters or their sons brought a black person home. I know my sister's friend, yeah, who is, is in a relationship with a black man has been completely disowned by her family. Completely disowned by her family. Her brothers and sisters can't even greet her when they see each other. Imagine that only just because she fell in love with a black man and had a child with him, oh. they don't want to know. But they, as far as they're concerned, she don't even exist. That's crazy. What did we do? <laughs> what did you do? What did we do? That's wrong. But it's, bro, it's oh. not even about what did we do. Bloody if an hell. individual did something to maybe the girl's dad 
or something. That's an individual. Then you you have that something judged at exactly. An individual level, but exactly. you can't put everyone in the paint same everyone under the same brush. Of course, we're not like saying that ain't they ain't bad black people. Of course there's they are. Bad everybody. There's bad bro. everybody. Bad white. The, bro, yeah. this. Do you know when they talk about like Muslim terrorists? What's this Christian terrorist, my guy? Bro. The Irish been bombing up this country before bro, any, any Asians came here, bro. bro. Do you know how many times they might try to take out the Queen, bro? <laughs> Brother! So it's like, they're going on like to say the problem is just one yeah, place. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere, bro. IRA was off smoke, fam. reason, bro, the media's targeted us. us. You know what is what I think? It's just easier. It's, it's the easy option. Rather than nah. finding out what not, as in... I feel, paint, I feel like we're scapegoats. As in painting black people in a bad image. It's easy I to do. I think it's the easy option. It's so easy Rather than addressing the real issues, i.e. the white, the use of white privilege yeah. in contrast to obviously black injustice. Yeah. I think the easy way out for the media and for people that aren't too clued up or can't be bothered to clue themselves up yeah. is to just label people. Spin it on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Label them and then that's them over there. Yeah. Now I don't have to think about it because already now my mind tells me that they're bad people, we're the good people, they're insubordinate, we're the superiors. And then that's that. We that's just get on with life. Do you know what? It's so mad as well. It's because it, I think it's just easier. It's laziness. Just speaking, just speaking on, on, on white privilege and... And just overall racism itself. I saw another video on Twitter yesterday, and this girl, I think, I don't know if you've not seen it, she parked on like. Um, I saw it this morning. Yeah, on the pave, on the pavement, like no outside parking restrictions. Yeah. Just outside some ladies' house. Bear in mind, there were other cars parked there. But this girl had now parked her car and got out of the vehicle, and apparently this lady approached her and just on aggro, like, mm. and just got onto her for parking. She's like, oh, that's my property, you can't park there. Bear in mind, it's a public pavement, like, like it's not within her grounds of her walls or yeah. her front. Porch or, or patio or garden, whatever you want. What was this it. England? Yeah, this is England. In the UK, this was still like, what, a day or two ago? Yeah, yeah. So all she done was park there, you know. And bear in mind, I didn't even deep it. The girl even lives in the area. Yeah. Oh, she, she lives there. That's her own area. They wanted to go for a walk. walk. Like, she was with her friend. Yeah. Oh. So they partnered so that they could go for a walk quickly. Yeah. So her and own area. And this lady just came out on smoke, just blah, 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 talking, talking, all sorts of madness, this, that, and the third. And you know what? It wasn't even that whole thing, yeah, that spun me. It's what she said at the end, yeah, is what rattled my cages to the core. She says, oh, 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 yeah, 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 we're anti-racist. No, we're fucking not. That was the last thing she said, bro, before her husband or boyfriend or whatever dragged into it. Like, get in the ass, pack it in. Mad. Yeah, bro, she just said it with her chest, bro. And do you know what the man's thing is? As much as as much as they're dragging her in the yard, yeah, they probably all share the share. Because they know what's going on. But you see what I was saying about using your white privilege properly? If any one of them was real, they would have checked her right there. Yeah, there and then. Nah, you're wrong for that. You're wrong for that, yeah. You see what I mean? If you actually care about the cause, you want to do something, those are the situations that you step in. That's where you use your white privilege. Yeah. See? Because, bro, the thing is as well, people mistake us talking about white privilege as we're saying that all white people are racist. Nah. We're not saying it's that. It's not that. We're saying... It's not that. That's just not the message, bro. It's not. It's... Far from. You guys are... Like, you guys have an advantage. You're actually better off. Like, you have in this world that we live in right so now, you are better off. Use your advantage to help us a little bit. A little bit. Like, that's it. If that's you actually us. care. Yeah. <laughs> if you actually care. Yeah, and you're it. not... Yeah, and you claim you're not a racist. Mm. Help us. Use your advantage, Because bro. that is literally it. Like, we're not asking for more. We just want the same. Yeah. We just it. want the yeah, same. Yeah, 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 you got yeah. what I'm trying to say? And I think that's, that's, that's a big misconception. Misconception. Well. Like, it's a big misconception, yeah. especially with the fact that people are writing. And to be honest, I'm not even knocking anyone that's writing or taking the more aggressive approach to voicing their opinion. Yeah. Although I don't necessarily think it's the right way to do it. But it's just like, mate, how do I even, how do I even put this, man? Hmm. Bro, this Black Lives Matter, we should call it Black Lives As Well Matter. Yeah. That's mm. how 
they'll now understand yeah. it easier. Do you know what it I'm just, saying? As well, because I think like they hear Black Lives Matter well, and they feel like we're disregarding them. Like, nah. nah. As well, we don't have an issue with We never had an issue with you. Did you see that? Because that's the thing. I think, yeah, what I was even going to say, sorry, it's just come back to me is that the biggest misconception is that the writing and all of that makes it just look like we're just mad, mad people. But at the end of the day, I feel like for those people that are watching and don't necessarily understand why people are taking the more aggressive route, it's just because man, them just want to be equal. Yeah, man. People just want to be equal. I don't think, I think a big mistake, people, a lot of, I think a lot of white people at the moment are thinking that we're looking for revenge and we're looking to wipe no. them out. And the thing is, I don't think as a people, not we're even, even that malicious. No don't, way. Like, we don't, we don't, don't even, even care about all that. We don't even care about all of that. All the stuff that's happened prior to us, like, well, I'm not going to say we're completely ruling out of our minds. But it's, it's done. It's happened. Up, but it's done. It's like, happened. We can't change what's happened. We can't. History is history. All, I think all we want anyway, I think anyone that really stands for what BLM is, is progression mm. and equality. Yeah. equality Once we straight. get that, I feel like everything will be at a very then nice we'll, level. Then we'll start very, punching out your race. For those who don't understand BLM, just think of it as B-L-A-M. Blam. Blam. Black lives as well. As well. Mm-hmm. But then Blam, they would not twist that and say, that sounds impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he want to go and Blam some Jesus. Blam. Trust uh, me. But anyway, guys, nuts. guys. guys. Yeah. I do want to put on. Yeah, go on. Do your team before, before we sign before up. Before we, 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 we wrap up. It was in relation to, obviously, the white privilege thing, yeah? Yeah. Now, between us all here, I want to kind of, for for because I know, like you said, obviously, we've got some people that are not necessarily from our community. Yeah, yeah. I.e. the black community. So... I want to kind of find a way to educate the white subscribers or, sorry, the non-black subscribers. Subscribers, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, non-black. So, yeah. starting with you, Alpha, like, can you give me an example of something that you did? Like, what is it to be black? Like, in in, in, in relation to white privilege, yeah. give me, like, a scenario, like, being black is, for etc. like, you know, having to see a lady clutch her bag when you're walking past I'll, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a very, very uh, quick one, very recent one as well. Um, quick story. So... Uh, there was a day I was driving home from work. Um, obviously, I'm without a vehicle, so I got a zip car, right? So I was just driving normal route home. No no issues, no problem. Wasn't driving fast. Wasn't even playing music that day, funnily enough. Uh, it was a Friday, so I was dressed down. I was wearing my white T-shirt, snapback, and whatever. Just casual clothing, driving down the road. And then I see a police bully van um, at the top of the road. So there were probably like 10 cars in front of me, right? And they're doing a U-turn in the road. And then they're to come back, obviously, up the opposite direction. So they've now done the U-turn and they've driven past me. And then I've looked in into the driver's side. I just made eye contact with the driver. But not nothing in any way, just to say, oh, whatever. And then I just face front and continue my business. So I'm driving along now and I'm looking in my rear view and I can see them making a the turn again. I'm thinking... That's a bit odd. Like, you literally just made a turn there. Little did I know, they were coming to pull me over. That's mad. All I did was make the eye contact. Eye contact, bro. you know. And the, it's not even about them pulling me over. I didn't even care about that. It's the excuse that they came you. with. What did they come with? Bro, I'll tell you they said to me, yeah, that a lot of gang crime has been happening in the area and people have been using vehicles like this to go and commit crimes. I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> because, no, I, I, I got the video. Oh, I think I even might yeah, yeah, I said, you're yeah. lying. You're ch-. I said, you're lying. Let me tell you why you're lying. I'm not a roadman. But there's no way I'm going to use a silver golf with a green zip car sticker <laughs> yeah, yeah, to go yeah, and commit crime. <laughs> to go and commit crime. 4.30 in the afternoon, <laughs> uh... wearing a white t-shirt. 
Nah, that is about the most obvious thing I can do right now. And you're telling me you have driven past so many zip cars today. <laughs> I am the only one who happened to look like a gangster. Uh, it's, no, 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 that's, that's not what I'm love. saying. I'm not it's saying that you're a gangster, bro. but you know, the, the profile of the people that we're looking for, you've used the word. There we go. Profile. Tell us the profile, <laughs> sir. So I was like, cut the bullshit, officer. I'm not going to be disrespectful to you. I don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste my time. I know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Just do your job. Let me go home. The only, the only thing I'm pissed off about is that you're wasting my time. And look at all these people walking past and driving past. I'm embarrassed because I know I work a good job. Yeah. And my job actually protects your family. You dickhead. Do you know what I mean? And I wish I could have been as rude as I wanted to be. But you know what? You know when you're just tired of the BS? I'm like, you know what? Just get over and done with it. Let's go. And then... By any chance, if any of those police officers are watching this, there was one black officer there, yeah? <laughs> and you, you, thunder fire you, because I was so ashamed of what he did. Yes. Bear in mind, I was just standing there. I didn't, I didn't make no noise. I was just asking questions, blah, blah, blah. I had my hands in my pockets. Didn't do anything. He looked at me, take your hands in your pockets. I'm like, rah, out of everyone here, you should actually understand what's happening. Mm. But he was the most aggressive out of all of them. What are you doing? See, he's part of the problem. Of course. Fucking king. Ian, what, do you, what, what have you got to um, share with us? For me, it's a, probably a couple of things. The first one being, I've mentioned it earlier, being in, a, in an office or like a professional setting. Work environment, yeah. Something goes missing and it's like, you automatically <laughs> somehow feel convicted, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? All eyes on you somehow. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? That's Black guy. to me... That's the negative side of being black. Do you know what I'm saying? There's many positives. But if we're talking about the issues, that's for me one of the main issues. I, I used to feel very convicted over things that didn't even concern didn't me. even concern me, bro. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you even have to now overcompensate. Yeah, overcompensate. You're walking now, through Farron and smiling at like, yeah, yeah, bro. Like, just to bro. make you feel like I'm innocent. I'm not no, going to hurt I'm you. Not, honestly. Like, man, kick ball with Gary and all them, man. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm a like, geezer, mate. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, bro, it's, it's hard, man. You start it's hard. looking for the phone harder than everyone else. Yeah, bro. Because you want to clear your name. Because you want to clear your name. It's true. Start doing extra search. Yeah, find my iPhone. Let me check that. Bro. Just to make sure that you are not the culprit. Ah. The second thing is, I think I was like 18 or 19. I was at uni. Mm. Um, my first year. DMU. I was, yeah, DMU. <laughs> and I was, um, I was in my back garden in my house. I had a shared house like this, yeah. Mm. And I was in my, my back garden. And I had a clear... Pellet gun. It belonged to one of my white oh, housemates. Oh yeah, mad. It was a. It wasn't black. It was clear, see-through toy gun, clear, yeah. And I was shooting like trees and shit in the back in the back garden. They think you're going to test out the swami. <laughs> the neighbors looked over the fence. God forgive my black boy. Neighbors looked over the fence, seen a black boy with a gun and the fence. the fence. I knew it. So obviously, yeah. I've left the I house going Tesco, and they've rolled on me, bro. <laughs> Oh, bro, they've rolled on me like, like it's bad. Oh, I, I can't. It was like in a movie, bro. Swat, like, like they just they cut bro, you off, yeah, bro. Man. Yeah, and firearm, this and that. We I, we have suspicion. It's funny, and not even, not even not even to cut your story because one of my uh, white friends that I used to work with at Ocado, yeah, he does like professional airsoft, didn't it? Yeah. And I remember when I check it, checked him at his house yeah, and we was like shooting stuff in his yard. I was like, oh, do you want to go outside and shoot some cans? I was like, me. In this area, <laughs> no, my friend, bro, you can do it, but I was just watch yeah. because and and he lives in the suburbs, mm. so them them areas there were predominantly white. So if they see me, neighborhood watches is everywhere. Big beard, looking all, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's they call it as bro. You this don't want this drama. You have here, they will really tell bro, you about Taliban or something. Yeah. Ah, mm. I've had it now. Mm. Me when I went to Italy, I even removed the whole beard just to save face. Yeah. That's being black. 
Yeah, having to cut off my whole beard yeah, just yeah. so I didn't look like I was, I was, bro, you know. For me, yeah. For me, my my point anyway. I'm just gonna make one. I think for me, being black is, for example, to put into context, being in a situ in a setting where it's awkward to speak about being black, because yeah. to put into context, for example, I've been in certain offices and certain places of employment where it's like, even speaking about being black or even. Even if you have another black colleague referring to them as, oh yeah, the black person, or yeah. some way when you're yeah, around your, your white counterparts, do you know what I yeah. mean? And I feel like it shouldn't have to be like that as well. Like, and even some of like the microaggressions, like, oh, why is your hair like that? Or you guys listen to this kind of music. It's oh, like, something all smells all, funny. Do you know what I mean? All those <laughs> subtle, subtle, <laughs> subtle <laughs> little things. Like, I don't think our white counterparts really understand that, yeah. what we deal with internally when we hear those sorts of things. Because yeah. for them, I think, I mean, yeah, you know what? Maybe you are innocently just asking a question, but sometimes some people are, are, are asking those questions with an agenda. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the problem comes from. And I think it comes from partially from ignorance as well. Mm. I, at this point, it's, it's, it's 2020. And I don't feel like it is the black man's job to be educating the white man nah. about... What it is to be black. When Google, when Google is to there. to be educating everyone. When Google uh, is there. When honestly, Google is there. Honestly, honestly, I don't, per I personally don't think it's our job to be doing that. Like, I was in a situation recently where I, I had two options. Like, there was, a, there was a weird comment that was made and I had the option to either, you know, blow up and make a big scene about it or educate the person. I took neither of those options. I just kept quiet about it. Because for me, it was just like, if I check this, if I if I educate this person, one, how much is he really gonna like? What value is he gonna see in what I'm saying? For yeah. one, and is he gonna really take heed to what I'm saying? And then two, if I blow up, angry black man Love again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's just like I feel like a lot of people felt like how I felt in that situation, just mm. tired, mm. just tired. Mm. And this was the same week that the whole George Floyd thing happened. So you can understand that. Imagine us seeing all of that and the emotional unrest that we have as a people. Yeah. And then Still you go back into your place of work that. and then you're experiencing stuff like yeah. that. And it wasn't necessarily a malicious comment. It was just very ignorant. For me, yeah. it could have been, a, it, it, was, it was something that if you was proactive, you could have gone and done a bit of reading and then you know exactly If you really like, cared. If you really cared. Mm. That's what it boils down to. That's the problem. Some, yeah. for, some, for some people in this world, the whole black injustice thing for them is too far gone. They've they've been they've seen it through so many generations that now mm. it's a norm and it's like what's the point of trying to? It's change? like they're numb to it. If you don't, that's why we have certain people that are like if you don't like it, lump it and get out of the country. Mm. Because for them it's like they've, they've like that uncle. So, you know, if so you don't like, like I, this I, country, I, I, you must leave. You know, what, I, I used to think like that. You know, I used to think fuck it. Like, what can you really do now? I'm gonna fuck off back to Africa. Yeah, but then, but then <laughs> it doesn't make sense because the problem's still there. Bro, the still there. and there are people who can't fuck off back to Africa. Bro, but you know what the thing is? Yeah, our countries are fucked up. Nah, Polit no, yeah, politically, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying they opportunities they ain't business. Yeah. but there's so much corruption within the government yeah. itself. That is the only thing for me personally that I would say holds me back from right. wanting to invest in my country. Hundred percent. And even something after you go. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, like I think going off what Alpha said, the corruption alone it makes it hard for people that like us coming from the Western world mm -hmm. to go over there and want to play fair. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because if, coming from a place where we have with all these resources and we go there and we see what's going on there, we're like. Psh you lot are fucked anyway. Like, yeah. we might as well come over there and co-wallace yeah. you lot as well. Yep. Do you see what I mean? So it's hard for us to build our own economy and build wealth within our own community because yeah. our own people are bringing us down. Yeah. I hear that. Um, there's, there's this thing in Africa where when you go there or you try to relocate there, you have to forget about the government and literally do your own thing. It's very sad to say it, but that's what it's, it's got to. If you want to survive in Africa... You literally have to just think about yourself, mm. your small community, mm. 
and your family. And that's it. Like, you can't rely on the government for anything. There's no such thing as aid. Mm. So to go there and expect aid is stupid. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you were ever thinking about going back to Africa, that's how you have to see it. Mm. You have to see it as I'm going there to support my little community, my family, and myself. And it's very sad to say, but that's, that's what it is. You're on your own. But then the problem so I have... It's not impossible to enjoy mm -hmm. life there, but mm. you just have to go there with certain... Um, mindset, mindset, yeah, mindset. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then let me pose a question to you then. But then, if everybody from the Western world that's going back to Africa goes with that mentality, where does the change come from? Mm. All right. Because so, if everyone's so, going there thinking, I'm going to take care of my wants, my... Do my own thing. It's yeah. a very... What happens to is... Be, to be brutal, it's quite self... It's a selfish way of thinking. It's, it's so how do we So how do we, how do we move forward when what now everyone's going like that? What now happens is that capitalism takes over and does its job. I'm, I'm a capitalist and I believe in letting the markets handle them, their, themselves, innit? So, um, things like, for example, in this country here, you have the council charging you council tax and then taking out the bins. Mm -hmm. In Africa, you pay a private company to come, come and take out the it. bins. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If your rubbish is that bad, you will find a way to make money and pay the rubbish people to come and clear your bins. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's not ideal. There should be a balance between socialism and capitalism. But ideally, ideally, I feel like um, capitalism is what might save us. Do you know what I'm saying? That's just my 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 old take on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so you honest, feel like a social class system would work back home in Africa? It can work with the social class system, as in upper class, lower class, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's tough. It's tough. But I do, I do believe that it can work. Like, it's so mad because people will get left behind. Yeah, but at the end of the day, and and it's mad when so many people in the country are already born. already at a disadvantage. So, yeah, I, I, it's too much. That's a conversation for another day. Anyway. For another day, <laughs> guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I'll let Big Paul do the sign out for us. So yeah, know. guys, as you know, it's myself, Ancho, aka Paul, host with the most coast to coast like butter and toast. Toast. <laughs> <laughs> but now, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. It's been very, very insightful. Yeah. Um, we will be back again. Obviously, thanks for everyone that's been rocking with us whilst we've been away as well. It's much, much, much appreciated. Yeah. Hopefully, we're back again, obviously, for another long journey of content, More content. fun, game, insightful conversations. As well. And hopefully, we can drop some knowledge to you guys as well. So with that being said, guys, we're out. We're out.